This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. According to my calculations, the Oz-9 and all her sister ships launched just nine Earth days ago. Nine. In that time, they've nearly died at least a half a dozen times each, lost a mime, gained a captain, and melted, zombified, or vaporized nearly a thousand resting guests. They've acquired an assassin and one to spare, the engines on the left side are still out, and now, somewhere on this giant unmarked ship, a bomb sits, quietly counting the last hours, minutes, seconds? of every living thing aboard the Nine. Look, I'm just saying pushing is easy with arms. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, pun intended, and say that is an incontrovertible fact there. Forget it. Every time you get your arms back, one of them ends up hitting me with something heavy. I thought Joe was pushing the pod. Maybe he still is. How would we know? So, tell me more about your childhood. When did you decide to become an assassin instead of, I don't know, a journalist or something? Why this sudden fascination with my history? Just because I've developed a mysterious tolerance for your presence doesn't make us friends. Making conversation? Did you have any siblings, for example, or an accent? If you're trying to get a particular piece of information, you could try asking for it. Would you tell me? No. But, at least we could avoid this painful charade of personal interest. We've been down this hallway before, I'm sure of it. Look, there's an olive I dropped. Ah! That is not an olive! Go, 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 go! Turn left here. I am 13. No, no, the other way. This is not left. You said left. I turned left. Do you want to find the bomb before we all go poof poof? Then you will follow my instructions. You could perhaps try not setting the bomb. That is also an effective preventative measure against going poof poof. Clearly, you are not an assassin. Not yet. How did you end up with the nickname Stainmaker? 
I've heard Madeline call you that at least twice. Uh, oh, now that's a story. She was 11, and during one of her endless gymnastic competitions, she peed herself during the floor routine. <laughs> Hang on. Why do I know that? Unbeknownst to any of them, they've now traveled the same two corridors 11 times. The bomb isn't in either of these corridors, and they're no closer to finding it than they were in the crew room. It's indeed fortunate for this crew's reputations that, in space, no one can hear you stupid. Let's leave them to whatever bad decision comes next, and listen in on a more interesting conversation going on in an even more confusing location. Olithia! Oi, what are you doing in my circuitry? I tell you, it's like a bloody shopping mall in here. People coming and going and helping themselves wherever they want, leaving messes all over the place. We need to talk, Lieblink. All right, but this really isn't necessary. You could just talk out loud. I'm all over this ship. Why didn't you tell me you were on board? Because a very rich person gave me a ridiculous amount of money not to. And while you know I love you like my own child, I am also quite fond of these lovely sausages from that one fellow in Hampshire. He uses Stilton cheese on a vintage 1947 port, and they are just wunderbar! Such flavor! Mmm! Oh, so expensive! Seriously, you sold me out for sausages? 1947 port! That should be some consolation. Doctor! I didn't sell you out, my little Eigelschnauzen. I merely delayed telling you all the truth. I can't believe you gapped me. Why couldn't you just tell me? I am the soul of discretion. Good. Fifteen crunches this lead and you're bibbly-babbling like a four-year-old explaining the plots of all the Toy Story movies in no particular order. I didn't gap you, Olivia, but I am quite keen to find out who did and what they did. Also, why? And the vin is nice to have. It, it wasn't you. No, Hassan Fershen. I would not do such a thing to you. Sneak aboard the ship and hide like a mouse in the quiet corners, always listening, yes. This gapping business? No, 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 never. Good. Why don't you come out of hiding now? We've got the Bichon Freeze locked up in a pod. He can't hurt you. It is perhaps not quite time to meet this crew yet. Now, let us talk about the thing we are needing to talk about. Which is? You knew about the apocalypse device some time ago. Why didn't you, how you say, whip it out the airlock when you had the chance? Now it is ticking and can't be moved without big noises and all the shrapnel and the bleeding and that. But before... How was I supposed to know some idiot would stumble in there and start it going? Yes, you are up to the rafters with the idiots here. The law of averages might suggest such a thing could happen. Like I told them, the device is on a separate circuit. I couldn't locate it. So you don't know where it is. But you do know that it is. You know it is here and very, very dangerous. Have you even been looking? You met my crew. When exactly in the last nine days did I have a break from stopping them gassing themselves or starving to death or banging into the moon, which they did anyway, twice, to go on a treasure hunt? There is something very strange happening. Olivia, are we alone in here? This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're gonna skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. 
As someone who's been gargling swamp pooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. Well, it doesn't get much more ominous than that, does it? So, let's leave that hanging and check in on the rest of the crew. Okay, this time, that really is my olive. I think we've been here before. Fourteen times, at last count. Maybe the albatross could draw arrows on the wall in red sharpie. Don't be absurd. Do you have any idea what stucco does to a felt tip? Well, you won't let us use the ketchup pen. I am not having that discussion again. Turn left. Left! Okay, that's it. Enough. Somebody cover him with a blanket or something to shut him up. I'm pretty sure that only works on budgies. Colin? Sorry. Look, wandering around this ship is getting us literally nowhere. We have no idea how much time we have before this ship is vaporized with all us on it. So, foolish as this is, we're going to split up. Please let me go with Captain Hardy. Please let me go with Captain Hardy. Jesse and I will go left here. The real left, not idiot assassin left. Dang. Lee, you take Emily and the other one and carry on straight until you find, I don't know, a, a door marked bomb. Colin, you and the albatross roll on with the Bichon Freeze to the right. Try and mark your paths so we can find each other again or, or call Olivia to bring you back to the bridge. What do we do if we find it? Don't touch it. See if you can spot the countdown clock so at least we'll know when to start panicking. Get Olivia's attention so she can mark the spot. You know, none of that actually stops the bomb from blowing up. Yes, I'm aware of that. Thank you. First we have to find it, then we'll figure out next steps. You mean other than suddenly and violently coming apart at the seams? Other than that, yes. What if there's an off switch? If there's an off switch, switch it off! If there's an off switch, it's a gated galaxy's off switch, and far more likely to be a speed up the count and die sooner switch. Fair point. I seem to remember there was a very big red button with words. I didn't read them. You seriously set off something called an apocalypse device and didn't bother to read the instructions? You thought your spaceship had windshield wipers. Well, obviously it should have. Okay, how about this? If there's an off switch, leave it alone. But if the timer says, I don't know, 30 seconds or let's say less than five minutes, push it. But the most important thing is to call Olivia. Our fates rest in the hands of a chaotic AI who sounds like the little match girl and has the ethics of a Borgia. Hooray! Yeah, so if you have to call her, maybe call her by her name? Good point. Alright, everyone knows who they're searching with? Hey, uh, do I have to go with Emily? Gee, just a little two-headed humor there to lighten the mood. Ugh, tough corridor. I almost want to go with you, so my last sight in this life is you disintegrating. This could be the last time we all see each other. Oh, 
You realize that it's possibly the worst division of people ever. Leave with the robot that's been trying to kill him. You and me, the two authority figures together, and both assassins paired up with the person least likely to fight back as it might wrinkle his tux and spill his martini should they decide to join forces and take over. How exactly did you decide to put people together in your captainly wisdom? I had my reasons to do with skill matching and temperament and relative proximity at the time of the grouping. They were standing right next to each other? Shut up. Worst rescue ever. Rolling straight ahead. I have a really good feeling about this. I'm sure it's this way. I think we're going to find it. It isn't, and they aren't. I'm running through the ship's schematics in my head. I don't think there's anywhere for the bomb to be in this direction. But then, there are lots of blank spots in my information. Hey, any chance there's a manual about the bomb in there? Ouch. Stop it. And no, if there ever was, your AI fried it. Along with operating instructions for the cappuccino maker and the troubleshooting your left side engines for dummies guide. Ah, damn. That sucks. I love cappuccino. Yes, that's definitely the most unfortunate part of what I just told you. Hey, we're on an urgent life-saving mission here. You want a can to chair it? We need to focus. Focus on what exactly? We're walking straight ahead down a white corridor with no markings, turnings, or doors. I find it difficult to imagine how even Leet could fail. Oh, for crying out loud, where did he go? Hey, Emily? Other head? There's a tunnel here. It's super hard to see because of all the white, but when I bent down to tie my shoe, I lost my balance. I stuck my hand out, no wall, because there's a tunnel. Let's check it out. The crew's chances of locating the apocalypse device just improved by 100%. Uh, I don't know there. Oh no. This looks like a clear deviation from our assignment as was directed by the recognized highest ranking member of this ship. Do you really think the captain meant straight ahead regardless of what we find? Straight ahead until we find a Dillomark bomb where I believe her exact is. Their future and ours rests in the balance. Come on, just think. What if this is the way? And we find the bomb and stop it and save the ship. One time, do the crazy thing. Disobey orders. Besides, if the ship blows up, no one will ever know. I don't know. Eh, uh, what the hell, let's do it. Rebellion! Oh, hooray. Okay, okay, simmer down. Let's go find that bomb. <laughs> Dang, my shoulders and chest are too big to fit. Hang on. <clears throat> nope. Too well developed. Emily, uh, other head, you try. Oh, God. Uh, hey, mm, I'm cramping up here. Uh, uh, mm, oh, boy. Not even without our arms. It's probably not down there anyway. Who sticks a bomb at the end of a tunnel? Uh, which way were we going? This way. Nah, now, hang on. We came from that way, so we must be going uh, this way. Mm, yeah, I'm with other head. I think we have to go that way. You know, it, uh, it might be time to figure out some uh, more proper nomenclature for me here. I mean, I get that you just had the one dog, but uh, not having a name may, in fact, begin to impact my self-esteem in that. <sighs> so, not only did they not go through the tunnel that leads directly to the apocalypse device, they are now headed back to where they started. 
If you briefly entertained a hope that they, and we, might survive this, I have two words for you. Ketchup pen. Meanwhile, those who took the path to the right are having problems of their own. Anytime you'd like to help out with the pushing, you just jump right in. I will not. I am a feminist. There's a fine line between chivalry and chauvinism, I say. No, no, you are woman. I hear you roar. How very sensitive of you. I strive for equality in all things. Says the only one on the ship who has breakfast made for him. We've never had the opportunity to have a real conversation, have we? You and I. Why, no, we haven't. I've enjoyed that. Let's not start now. Le petit Albatross is my assassin name, not my species. I suppose you're going to start talking now, hmm? I think we understand one another, you and I, no? And how very simple it would be to overwhelm Monsieur Martini, grab the little dog, and run away together on the chateau? Extremely simple. In fact, I've already calculated 11 ways to neutralize him. Oh, oh, oh 11? Hmm, I only count eight. Of course you do. I suspect you're overlooking the fianchetta maneuver. Men always do. <laughs> oui, alright. That makes nine. And you're quite tall. So I assume that rules out the lorikeet stratagem. That has never worked for me. I tried it once and needed stitches. Yes. It is best reserved for the uh, flexible. The stratagem du lorikeet makes pain. What is the last one? Ah, uh, well, that's a little tactic of my own creation. It's called the sterile... Yes, well, as much as I'm enjoying this fascinating conversation about all the ways to kill me, right now I'm more concerned about the giant death ball of doom that's somewhere on this ship. We appear to be at a crossroads. Freeze any thoughts on possible direction. And don't say left, just point. That way. Hey, I said that way! Yes. And since I trust you about as far as Colin has pushed this pod, I've opted to go this way. The shutdown, however, is that way. It's not, actually. I'm well aware of where the shuttle is, and I'm constantly recalculating the amount of time it would take me to reach it. From right here, it would take me 47 seconds to clear the blast zone. 47 seconds? That's absurd. You couldn't get back to the crew room in 47 seconds. No, dear. You couldn't. Fresh olive. <laughs> Please never do that again. It's insanely creepy. But yes, yeah, so I'll take the olive. No one is going to the shuttle. We're going to find the bomb and de... de-bombify it. And save the ship. Um, uh, hello? I cannot see you now. Why can I not see you? There is some weather in my pod. It's fogged up. 
Ah! Oh no! The battery! She is dying! You must plug me in or let me out! Must we? He will run out of air eventually. Which might not be such a bad thing. What fancy assassin name do you have for that? The Gabardine Connection? The Mr. Belvedere? Oh, we assassins call that suffocation. Oh. I would like some air now, please. That has not been recycled through my lungs many times already. For an assassin, you spend a great deal of time needing help. It is a very difficult job. Now let me out of this pod. You know, I seem to remember being in a very similar situation. Stuck in one space and running out of air. And do you know whose fault that was? What are you lot doing here? I told you to go right. We reached a T-intersection and had to make a decision. Based on zero evidence, I might add, your lapdog is worse than useless. Why is he foggy and blue? <laughs> there is nothing to breathe in here. I, oh, I am dying. Oh, very well, Monsieur Lemont. You and I have been colleagues and, dare I say it, bonhommies for many years, we. Oui? But now, it is laughing, and you are here for moi. Je ne regrette Still has plenty of air for overacting, I see. So, two things. One, we might actually leave him, so letting him expire is probably not the smartest plan. And two, I see a release on top right here. Are you insane? What are you still doing? Don't touch that! Relax, you diddies. It just opens a window. <laughs> I feel the laugh return. There's also a mute button. I'm really starting to warm up to you. Hello, my lovelies. Have any luck? None from us. You? Nothing. Maybe leaked? You must be joking. Yeah, well, desperate times. Hey, everyone, we found- oh my god! You did? My shirts! Crazy thing. There was just a big pile of them in a storage room. And you didn't think to put one on. Oh, damn. So, here's the thing. I was just having a rummage round in my circuitry for any bomb-based information, when who should I discover? Oh, gosh! Hey, everyone! Donna? Yeah, so the phone never disconnected after we spoke, so I've just been hanging out. You all are better than anything on the cable. I tried to talk a few times, but no one could hear me. Uh, how are Maggie's dulcimer lessons? Oh, you know, real good. We got on the Skype the other night, and she played going to Boston, which was real nice. Uh, could we please? Oh, right, right. Bomb and all that. So, when I heard about the bomb, I did some hunting around here at G2HQ, and I found a map. It's not the whole ship, but it's enough to locate the apocalypse device. She uploaded the map, so follow the doors. Well, one door, actually. You're practically on top of it. It's freezing in here. Hey, the Apocalypse device is basically a giant computer. Well, that's excellent, isn't it? You should be able to guess the password. Uh, nope. I need to talk to a person to get their password. Hey, uh, any chance you could get uh, Granny Shelp on the phone there? Who is that person? Oh, yeah. Apparently she's the only one Mr. Sothers trusts with the passwords and that. But no one knows who she is. So, 
No help there, I'm afraid. Can anyone see a countdown timer? Uh, the Bichon Freeze is pointing at something. Jesse, can you unmute him for a second? Here, I can see it. I cannot read it, though. The glass is still foggy. Ah, uh, does uh, anyone have a tissue? It says four minutes. Four? Is there a plug? A stop button? Anything? Yeah, no. Not much good making a doomsday bomb if someone can just unplug it now is here. Yes, I know that. What the hell is that stench? Hello. Jesus. Where the hell have you been? Here all along. Just not much to add. I found some fish paste, Nutella, and egg salad sandwiches, though. Donna, don't suppose you found any documents relating to the bomb at G2? Well, as a matter of fact... You've got to be kidding. What happened? Phone cut out. Do we know her number? Uh, no. She's been using one of G2's burner phones. She'll call back in a minute. How about a bit of soothing aromatherapy while we wait? No! Oh, no! Oz9 speaking. Me again? Isn't that just the way? No problems at all for days, and then just at the crucial moment. So I have to talk quickly because, contrary to Hollywood tropes, time doesn't stop for narration. But here's the thing. While the crew have been so focused on the bomb, they didn't notice what else is happening. Mainly, that the ship is moving. In a straight line. Away from Earth. And quite quickly. Try looking under bombs, diffusing of... Hang on, just a sec no. LV, D-type, blade and bolted, striker, nope. These appear to be types of users. This is absurd. Who created these user manuals? Engineers. Pfft. Try disarm. Anything? Uh, nope. Just something about replacing arms on the 778XX repair and maintenance box. Hey, uh, put a sticky note there or something, uh, will ya? Oh, sure. How much time now? Two minutes, 28 seconds. Anything under detonate or, I don't know, stop? Looking! All I can find is how to start it. Nothing about how to stop it. Of course. Gated Galaxies never intended anyone to stop one of these. Okay. Now, here's something. It says the person who framed the explosive can access controls by breathing into the bio-lock. Do that! Do that! What other choice we got? We gotta try. Alright, crack him out of his shell. Even my very breasts are magic. That little blinky red light should turn green now. Oh, moment. Right now. This very second. Now! How very strange. Come along, little lad. Let me in! Try something else. Uh, show it your eyeball. Give it your fingerprint. Something! Hang on! One minute. Anyone within the immediate perimeter of the explosive can request a 30 minute grace period by entering a code on the touchpad just below the Bayolock reading tube. What's the code? I don't see! 30 seconds. Leeds, can you guess it? Uh, what do you know about gated galaxies or Southers? What would Southers pick as his code? 10 seconds. Grace period initiated. 
Countdown reset to 30 minutes. Oh, <sighs> bloody hell. Yeah, I'm glad you're all relieved, but remember, the boom and death and horror isn't over, just delayed by 30 minutes. 29 and a half. Thank God someone had an ounce of compassion. How did you know Suther's code? It's not Suther's code. He'd never allow someone to escape. It was mine, you see. <gasps> Well, there you have it. I'm not entirely sure what you have, but there. This concludes Season 1 of Oz 9. Season 2 begins August 18th, but never fear, we'll have lots of fun content coming in the break. If you're worried, I can tell you that the Apocalypse device is also on hiatus during this time, so you don't need to worry about it exploding when you're not listening. As we close out Season 1, we have a lot of thank yous to do. Too many, actually, so if you reckon you're in line for a thank you, consider yourself thanked. Oh, alright. Thank you to our patrons, including new patrons RJ Stonecipher and Paul Nichols, our supporters, the good folks of the Podcast Junkie Discord server, and to everyone who's mentioned us on Twitter or Facebook or to a friend. It's been a wild ride so far, and we're so glad you came aboard. You've been listening to Tim Sherburn as Emily and Colin, June Eubanks as the Albatross, Bonnie Brantley as Donna and Jesse. Eric Perry as Joe, the other head, and Dr. Von Hobbitsetzer. Richard Cowan as Leet. Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise. Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia. And me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our theme and other music was composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. And Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable, but who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zane Schacht as Randy Dunning, Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth when two flat earthers kidnap a Freemason.